0: Welcome to the podcast of RUF at Boston University. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Nathan Dix and I'm the campus minister with RUF at Boston University. Uh, this is our first installment in what I'm calling Quarantine Questions and uh, what this is supposed to be is merely just some thoughts and applying scripture, applying God's word to this current moment we're in. Most of us are in quarantine. We're not able to um, do the normal things that we would do in a normal semester. And I think it's a helpful thing to take time and consider what's happening, what's going on, and what God has to do with it all, what he has to say about times like this. There is a lot to consider. It's hard to know where to start. I want to begin today with discussing grief. Now grief is the experience of someone as they process loss. It can be a long process, it can be shorter, it can be over things as terrible as the loss of life or health or over the loss of things that you once had or were anticipating having a job a classroom experience, a normal senior year, etc. In this time of the coronavirus, there's certainly loss to be grieved. And for each one of you, that might mean something different. For some of you, this might be helpful in preparing you to grieve a future loss, something that you're anticipating losing, or maybe even fearing that you're going to lose. The Bible, believe it or not, is full of stories and expressions of grief. In terms of biblical genre, grief is called lament. When Israel was exiled into captivity in Babylon, they grieved, as it says in Psalm 137, by the waters of Babylon, there we sat down and wept. When we remembered Zion, they wept. They remembered their home, Zion. They remembered what once was. They wept. There's an entire book of these Lamentations. Uh, It's called Lamentations and it weeps over the destruction of Jerusalem. Jesus himself wept over his friend Lazarus who had died. We could go on. There are numerous examples of grief of people experiencing loss and expressing it, whether it's in the form of poetry um, or prose, they're expressing it and they're showing us that grief is a common experience. It's a deeply human and right experience. It's not wrong for us to grieve. The reason it's not wrong is because we weep for things that aren't the way they ought to be. It is a holy thing to grieve. The thing about many of us is that we think of sorrow or grief as a sign of weakness and an inability to see the bright side, uh, an inability to uh, endure hardship or overcome adversity. We push aside our sorrow, we redirect our attention to work, school, We think about the future, make plans. We just become more driven, often in response to loss. But each of these experiences of loss stays with us, and it will affect us. However far we stuff it down, it will affect us deeply, whether we acknowledge the loss or not, whether we actually experience that sorrow. And this is why it's helpful to stop and think and process what you're feeling. I don't know if any of you have had, had the habit of journaling. It's something that I've done uh, for actually most of my life, just had a notebook that I uh, journal prayers and thoughts and uh, Maybe you do this digitally in an um, Evernote or blog or some sort of platform. It can really help process your thoughts. It can help bring clarity and just externalizing um, what you're thinking and feeling. There's a psychologist named David Kessler, and he's an expert on grief. He speaks of the five stages of grief as denial, anger, depression, bargaining, and acceptance. Maybe if you think about that, are you in denial? Are you in anger are you in depression are you in bargaining acceptance maybe you're in one of those stages now when it pertains to uh, things that have been lost uh, in regards to the coronavirus now these stages aren't meant to be thought of as linear you can you know kind of go to different ones at different times and the process is different for every person but the thing is is we get stuck in one of them a lot of times and we we refuse to to let ourselves experience anger, experience sadness, or, and, and we, we never reach a point of acceptance. Uh, we are never able to accept uh, this loss. Um, naming what has been lost, allowing ourselves to feel that sorrow, and bringing it to God this is probably the most important thing, is bringing it to God, even your anger... Even your numbness, even in your confusion, is just coming to God and saying, this is where I'm at. Uh, This is not an invention of modern psychology. It's the example we see in the Bible. And it's healthy to bring our laments to a God who not only sympathizes with our loss, but he is our creator. He knows every hair on our head. He is sovereign. He's powerful. He's omniscient. He knows the sorrow. He knows the pain. And he's doing something about it. He's in the process of restoring and making all things new. And one day, all things that are sad will become untrue, as Tolkien says. I want to take this time to to name some things that might be what you are grieving or anticipate grieving. Uh, also to think about what should we do with the things that we see on the news. Uh, often we read the news, we hear about deaths. They're often presented to us in numerical form. How do we process that? As Christians what are we supposed to do with hearing about all of these people dying because of this virus? Well we don't have to wait until we've experienced loss personally, which in, I think we can say pretty definitely all of us had to, have had uh, experienced loss to some degree or another, um, but we can come to God and lament and grieve even the loss of life that maybe feels very distant for us uh, the best way to do this is through prayer and i just want to kind of by way of example and by way of illustration just practice this right now i want to just want to pray to god let's do that lord you're worthy of our praise Uh, Because you are our creator. You're holy. You sent your Son Jesus Christ to save us. You've not left us in our misery and our sin and our pain. You've saved us. You've healed us. And you're making all things new. Lord, we're in a difficult time. Uh, There are many things that tempt us to fear, to worry, to despair. We lament and grieve the loss of life because of this virus. Have mercy on those who grieve their loved ones. Lord, would you prevent the further loss of life? Be with those who are suffering from the virus now. We ask that you would quickly heal them, protect others from the virus, protect us from the virus. Lord, we're fearful that we or someone we love might be infected and even die. And it keeps us us up at night. uh, Or it exists in our lives as an ambient anxiety whenever we go outside the house to get groceries. Lord, we bring this to you because we know that you love us. We know that you care for us. We ask that you would help us to trust in you. There are things that we have lost that are not comparable to the loss of life, but still are real losses and cause us sorrow. Lord, for the students of BU, we've lost normal interactions with friends on campus, hugs, playing sports together, living in dorms at BU, eating meals together in the dining hall, seeing people in person experiencing the classroom and learning in real life as opposed through Zoom. Lord, we grieve with our seniors who are about to graduate. They've lost a normal senior year with celebration, hugs goodbye to their friends, final presentations in person. Lord, we lament that our economy is in a state where it's a difficult time to be seeking employment. It's a difficult time to be graduating and looking for a job. Lord, we lament and grieve that many have lost their jobs. Millions have lost their jobs. Lord, we ask that you provide and care for the vulnerable and poor. Lord, may you stir up people and even us to generosity, to sacrificial love for our neighbors. Lord, we lament those who are standing in long lines for food at food banks to feed their families. Lord, we lament our own isolation, especially for those of us who live alone. Lord, now we need your presence in our aloneness. Lord, we need you. Please hear our cries. Have mercy on us. Give us comfort. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In coming episodes, we're going to talk about different questions that arise in this time. Next time, we're going to talk about hope. In the Bible, it says that Christians are those that grieve and have sorrow, but not without hope. So these two things can happen at once, and we're going to talk about that next time. Thanks for joining us uh we'll talk to you guys soon